0: Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the show. So a couple days ago, I was at gymnastics with my two little girls. And there was this mom there who was looking at me a little funny. I noticed it a couple times. And then finally, she said to me, hey, is your name Gillian? And I thought she was going to tell me that she had a cousin named Gillian or something like that, because I get that comment all the time. But no, when I admitted that that was in fact my name, she said, oh, I'm subscribed to you on YouTube. Now, that, of course, is just so cool and so fun to meet you guys in real life. And so we got to talking, and she told me about how she really wanted to start an online business, but, and then this is where things got like a little bit uncomfortable, and I don't want to put this on her necessarily, but my perception of what she was kind of communicating to me was that she felt a little ashamed about the fact that she hadn't done it yet. I think that we all know that there are a lot of people who want to be entrepreneurs or who want to start their own business, who just think that their whole life and they never get around to actually doing that. And I think that maybe Kelly was kind of feeling like she was in that category. Now, I might be imagining it, but at any rate, she told me about the reason why she hadn't started her business yet, which was that she didn't have enough time. You know, things are busy and there just never was time to work on it. Well, after a few minutes, we wrapped up our conversation. We continued on with the gymnastics class. But afterwards, she came up to me and she said, you know, I said that the reason I haven't started my online business is because I don't have enough time. But really, that's not it. That's not it at all. What the problem is, is that things are always moving too fast. And I didn't really understand what she meant at first. But then she explained... Like other people always have the same idea as me right after I have it. For example, I wanted to start an organic baby clothing company a few years ago because there was just nothing like that on the market. But before I got a chance to start working on that idea, a bunch of other brands popped up and it became this whole viral trending thing to have organic baby clothes. Now, Kelly admitted that that was great because that was exactly what she wanted to exist on the market. But at the same time, it was a little bit discouraging and it made her feel like she couldn't pursue that idea for herself because now it had already been done. When Kelly told me about this struggle that she was having, my very first thought was, I have totally experienced that too. And I think there's kind of two different versions of it that I've experienced. One is what Kelly was directly saying, which is where you have an idea, but then before you manage to turn it into something, someone else turns it into something. An example of how I've experienced that in my own life, this is really random, but a few months ago, I had an idea for a board game. I literally woke up in the morning and told my husband, I just had a dream about a board game and it's all there. Like I dreamed about all the rules and all the details of it. And I just told him about it. And he thought it sounded like a pretty good game. And I told a few other people about it. And some of them thought it sounded like a great time. Other people were like, "Eh, not for me, which is fine, of course. But I ultimately decided to not pursue it because obviously I've got a lot of other stuff I'm working on. So I just kind of shelved that idea. I was like, you know, maybe I'll make a version of it someday just for like our family to play at least. But then a few days ago, I was in Target with my sister in law. We were looking at the board games there and I saw a game that had a different name, but was almost exactly like the game that I had imagined. And it was a game I'd never heard of before. It's a pretty new game on the market. And I was like, whoa, you know, this is exactly what I was thinking of. So we bought the game and we played it and it's a great game. But anyway, as you can see, my point is sometimes you have an idea, then you find out, oops someone already did it or right after you have the idea, then someone does it. Then the other version of this is more like where you hear about an idea that somebody else has had, you know, something that is new and trending. But before you're able to take action on it yourself, so many other people jump into that marketplace that it seems way too saturated, way too competitive before you are able to get in on it. And so before you could make something happen, you know, before you could start up your AI copywriting business or something like that, it seems like there's just already so many other people doing it that it wouldn't even be worth your time. You wouldn't be able to stand out. So the first thing I want you to know if you're feeling like this, if you're feeling like other people keep having your ideas before you or before you're able to take action on them, is that you are not alone everyone experiences this. Now, I think that this is really important to realize because when you realize that literally everyone else experiences this, then you can try to solve a different problem. Instead of solving the problem of how can I have ideas before other people, now you can solve the problem of what can I do about that, right? Because if everyone's facing this problem, but some people are being successful, then some people must be dealing with this problem in a different way. And that's really why I want to share with you that I face this too, because you listen to my podcast, maybe you watch my YouTube videos, maybe you read my email newsletter, maybe you've been to my website, you know, you see what my brand has become. It's not because I didn't battle this as well. I battle it constantly. There are always other people who are making similar products to what I'm making, and I have to figure out how to reach people that they haven't reached, or how to market my product in a different way, or how to innovate in a different way, how to sell even though other people are selling similar things to me. Another thing that I think it's really important that you realize is that this idea of someone else had your idea before you is really just another version of the idea of the market is too saturated or there's too much competition out there. That is something that business owners have been blaming for their difficulty to grow since business began. So what I mean by that is ever since people started being in business, ever since there were two businesses that were competing against each other, one of those business owners, at least, maybe both of them, were saying, uh, oh, I could get more customers. uh, oh, I could get more sales. If only Joe wasn't also trying to get customers. If only Joe wasn't selling something similar to me. Now, of course, this is a factor. If you are the only brand selling something, then you've got a monopoly on that specific market, and it can potentially be easier to sell your product. However, that's not necessarily the case. If you're the only brand on the market, you're the only person marketing that product, and it can just be really difficult for customers to find you at all. They might not even be aware that products like yours exist. Most of the time, there is more than one brand selling the same type of product. And that doesn't mean that you can't make a ton of money selling that product anyway. I mean, think about toothpaste, for example. There are a bunch of different brands that sell toothpaste. I mean, there are those big two, Colgate and Crest, but there are also numerous small brands that sell more natural toothpaste or toothpaste with different flavors and things like that. They are all able to make so much money because lots of people want toothpaste and everybody is aware that they want toothpaste because these different brands have done lots of marketing for toothpaste. If you were the only, brand in the world that sold toothpaste, you'd probably have a really hard time selling toothpaste because it wouldn't be a commonplace thing for people to buy. So if you have an idea for a product or a brand that you want to start, and then you find out that there's someone else in the world who already did it, that just means there is a tiny bit of competition out there in the world. That is so much less than with already established industries. And yet we see people all the time jump into established industries and build successful, highly profitable brands in them. So don't be discouraged and don't let it stop you if there is another competitor or two or 10 out there if you want even a little bit more proof that that competition isn't going to stop you, just consider the fact that most people have never even heard of that other brand. I mean, really, think about the most famous person you know. Maybe it's the president, maybe it's Taylor Swift, maybe it's Beyonce, I don't know. Who is the most famous person you know, okay? Now consider the fact that more than 50% of the people in the world have never heard of that person. And that's with the most famous people out there for everybody else, for all the brands that aren't the most famous brands in the world, for all the businesses that aren't the leaders in their industry. Most people have never heard of them. And that is certainly going to be the case in whatever niche you are thinking of starting your brand in. Hey, I'm gonna interrupt this episode for just a second to tell you about a brand new free training that I just created and I'm super excited about. Okay, so here's the backstory. Last Saturday, I sat down at my computer, I fired up loom, and I recorded four screen share videos to hack my funnel for you. Basically, if you've ever wondered how my business generates so much passive income, you are about to find out in these four videos. In the first one, I take you through my entire funnel blow by blow, start to finish, so you can see how it automatically turns a lead into a paying customer. Then in video two, I break down in detail our win-win webinar strategy because the webinar is a pivotal point in the funnel and it is what converts about half the leads that get converted. Then, in the third video, I take you one by one through our sales email sequence. So, I actually break down the individual emails for you. I talk about the cadence that we send those emails at and what is included in each email so that you can backwards engineer my funnel and understand how this system works. Okay, and then finally, in video number four, I explained the big picture strategy of the 100K method and how you can implement this whole system into your own business business. business. To get access to this free for video behind the scenes training and understand how my whole funnel works, all you need to do is go to gillianperkins.com slash BTS for behind the scenes. Okay. Gillianperkins.com BTS. You can enter your name, and email there, and I will send you the link to be able to watch all four of those videos for free. You're going to love this. It is going to really show you how you can build a system like this in your own business so you can start past passively generating income by passively turning your visibility into sales in your business. You are going to love this. And it is going to be such a game changer for you to be able to understand how you can build a system like this in your own business. Now, of course, there are better meaning more effective ways to stand out from your competition. In short, if you try to do exactly what your competition is doing, sell exactly the same product as them, then you will face the most direct competition. And if there are, say, two brands in the space that sell exactly the same thing, you might be missing out on 50% of the potential market. If there are three brands, you might be missing out on 66% of the potential market. So the more you can differentiate yourself, the easier it will be for you to stand out. One of the easiest ways for you to differentiate yourself is to be just a little bit more niche. So don't try to build a brand that solves a really broad, comprehensive problem. Don't try to create a product that solves multiple problems. Create a product that solves one problem or that helps people achieve one thing. Create a brand that's more focused in on one aspect of something. Now, this is not to say that you need to build a brand around a really obscure topic or that As you're creating content for your business, you need to create content around really obscure topics. I see that advice a lot of the time in the content marketing industry, where you might have heard that you should target really long tail keywords. What that means basically is instead of writing an article about Persian cats, you write an article about how to give your Persian cat a bath in the wintertime. That is an example of a long tail keyword. And as you can see, that is simply too obscure of a topic. Not enough people Will have that specific problem or that specific desire. It would be much more effective to write an article about just how to give a cat a bath, right? You will see more competition with that topic, but there will also be a lot more demand for that topic. Now, I'm using content marketing here as a bit of an example, but think about that when it comes to building a brand in a certain niche or creating a product. You want it to be specific, but you don't want it to be too obscure to where your target market will be super, super. Super tiny. Okay, so I got a bit off on a tactical rabbit trail there. I want to bring it back to the big picture solution to this problem. Other people have your ideas before you. That is something that you cannot change. It is possible that sometime you might have an idea that nobody else has until you have had plenty of time to turn it into a really big thing. But the chances of that are pretty slim. I mean, even the chances of you coming up with an idea that nobody has ever had before— are really slim, because there are a lot of people who have come before you who have been having ideas before you. And then if you do manage to think of an idea that nobody's thought of before, or at least nobody's taken action on before, the chances that nobody then comes up with that idea after you are even less likely, because it's possible that people in the past haven't had this idea because they've been in different circumstances. There weren't the same circumstances that there are today that led you to have that idea. But now that those circumstances exist, it is way more likely that other people will have that exact same idea as you. So what can you do about that? How can you overcome this problem? Well, the main thing that I want you to recognize more than anything else is that everybody is facing that same problem. But the difference between the people who become successful entrepreneurs versus the people who are forever wannabe entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs or whatever you want to call them is that the people who are successful took action on their idea immediately Now, I know that that can be scary, and you're probably immediately going to tell me a bunch of reasons why you can't. Maybe you'd tell me that you have too many ideas, and you couldn't possibly take action on all of them. Or maybe you'd tell me that you don't have time to take action on them right away. But I got to tell you that the thing that sets the successful entrepreneurs apart from the wannabe entrepreneurs is that when they have an idea, they take action on it. Now, Keep in mind, that doesn't mean that if you are having an idea every day, you are starting to take action on a new idea every day. What I mean is that you take action on one of them right away, and then you keep working on that one at least until you decide to take action on a different idea. Now, for best results, take action on one idea and keep on working on it, and don't get distracted by your other ideas. But I would rather see you take action on an idea today and then abandon it three days later to take action on another idea. Because eventually, you will keep working on one of them. One of them will stick. One of them will take off. But the main thing that you need to shift is that right now, if you're struggling with this idea of other people had this idea before me, chances are high that you're not working on any of your ideas. Start working on one of them, whichever one you are the most excited about, the most interested in right now. I would recommend you give it at least three months, really see it out, and then decide, do I want to keep working on this or do I want to work on one of your other ideas? But make sure that you are always working on one of your ideas and I can just guarantee that in not too long, one of your ideas will turn into something substantial, something successful, something profitable if you simply get to work on one of your ideas and you stop letting this excuse that someone else had your idea before you stop you because that's really what it is. It's an excuse, and it's a good excuse. And there are reasons why it makes sense, but it is still an excuse, and it still is something that is getting in your way and stopping you from starting a business that can change your life. This was a bit of tough love today, but I'm telling you this because I love you and I want you to be successful. So get out there, start taking action, and here's to your success. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Work Less, Earn More. Now, here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode you're listening to right now and share it out on your Instagram stories. And when you do, make sure you tag me at Gillian Z Perkins so I can see you're listening. Sharing on stories is going to help more people find this podcast so they too can learn how to build their business in a way that allows them to work less and earn more. And if you really love the show, head over to Apple Podcasts right now and leave Work Less, Earn More a review to give it a boost and help even more people find it. Okay, let's wrap this up. I'm Gillian Perkins, and until next week, stay focused and take action.